Welcome to Sports 56 Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Now, here's your host, Johnny Radio himself, John Harden. Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio. Jay Morgan Harder is in the house. And this is a big show, man. Like, this is a big show for so many, so many multiple reasons. Multiples is are it, always is, great, by the way. Is it because Dustin Starr is coming on and the big show is a wrestler? That's why I said multiple reasons. That's one reason. The big show is a wrestler. We have a wrestling person coming on. It's a big show. Big, big show. Also have, um, uh, like a uh, little baseball, like day baseball, that makes it a big, big show. You yeah, know that? I went, th- I went in this morning, John. I handicapped every baseball game for the listeners' pleasure today. My man woke up just tooting, cutting it up, main. And I also, hand- and I also handicapped baseball. <laughs> baseball this morning, so he's rocking and raring to go. Yesterday, Jay, you didn't lose a game. I no, lost I one. one. I lost the first game of the day. Even that Yerfi hit. And, oh, my gosh, yesterday was a beautiful day of baseball, and it wasn't just because I won a lot of money. It was because, man, it's playoff baseball, and it's just different, and it feels different. You see the emotion, and you watch, like, that damn Diamondbacks-Brewers game I thought was just off the chain. I had the Diamondbacks, the emotional roller coaster of that baseball game. I thought was just, uh, I mean, that's what playoff baseball is about. A regular season Diamondbacks-Brewers game. You know, I'm going to be paying attention. I'm going to be into it. But, man, everything you saw from the defensive plays to the bad base running by the Brewers to Corbin Carroll. I mean, Brewers jumped out on top from the jump. You know what I'm saying? First inning, how you like me now? Second inning, ooh, you like me a little bit more. It's 3 nothing. Arizona, I feel like they're starting to look about game two. But what did I tell you what happens when a team goes down by a couple runs early in a game before the third inning? What did you tell me, John? You always jump on that dog. There's too much baseball left, and we saw the Diamondbacks come back. Evan Longoria with defensive plays that were out of control. I will, I will Web Jim. I, I mean, I was just, actually Bryant and I were just laughing about Evan Longoria making that play because he told his brother while they were watching. He goes, "I bet you they get a double play here, and you can get live right now plus one thirty six if you hammer the D backs." And sure enough. And sure enough, and it, ball hit to Evan Longoria. He goes, Evan Longoria, of all people, made the play. I go, that that name is so funny in retrospect to say that because there was a time where Evan Longoria was bleeping gold gloves. I mean, they were coming out of yeah, his ass. He when was he getting started so many. out at Tampa Bay, when he was a youngster, it was over. But like, now he's like understand. 40. Now he's 40 something and it's different. Good but years I, with the Giants. But if, like you, in 10 years, you go, I never expected Evan Longoria to make this play. People are going to be like, what are you talking about? The guy was, I mean, he was crap in gold gloves, I mean, left and right. Well, also, if you just saw the, the, the preparation, anticipation, and doing exactly what a third baseman's supposed to do, he creeped in, and right as the ball was being pitched, he he got down into his power position where you're going downward, down, and that way you just react. So he's down, like pretty low, and the ball's up, and he's able to leap high. If the ball's down, you're able to continue to go down if you need to go left or right. He's in the perfect position, perfect fielding position. He was ready to make the play. And then earlier, and then later in the ball game, when the balls hit up the awareness,
Dennis to not force something to first base when he booted that ball a little bit coming across the infield, and then he gets the guy at second base by faking the throw. I mean, Longo, Longo had a – I mean, Evan Longoria was just out of control yesterday. Corbin Carroll was buck wild. Uh, the confidence that little guy has, the speed, the pop, it's it, it was absolutely – Five-tool guy, John. You never see a guy that runs that fast and has that good a glove hit the way he does. Dude, he just does everything. And I don't know where he gets 443-foot power. Did you? I mean, that was a damn – and the bat flip was straight pimping. You know what they call that, John? They call it twitchy. My goodness. He's a bit twitchy. Quick twitch. Quick twitch, man. Don't say that too many times fast. No, it will curse on the radio then. I actually heard Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez talking about like watching Ronald Acuna play and just being in awe of his twitchiness. Like There was one meme that goes around of them both making faces when uh, Ronald Acuna hit a ball. It was like 122 off the bat or something like that. And they were like, oh, that has to be a mistake. Like That had to be messed up. But no, he 122 off the bat, he's a monster. Well, just also speaking a quick twitch, do you remember what I said yesterday about the Twins? Um, I was like, I like the Twins. It's all going to be on their health. You saw Carlos Correa, who's been battling plantar fasciitis all year long, make a great defensive play. But did you see, like for me yesterday, the big moment for the Twins wasn't just that they hadn't won since 2004 in the postseason. By the way, that's just unbelievable, is it not? Yeah, that's crazy. They had that some good teams in that crazy. span as well. But they also had some really good they teams. They got that dominated win at all. by the Yankees too. Yeah. It felt like year in and year out in the first round of the playoffs for a, for a while. And this was back before they had this wild card series like that. So I remember them losing like the one off game a couple I mean, times. Justin Moore, no, and Dead Gum, Joe Mauer, Joe Mauer just couldn't get it done. It was it, it, Tory it, Hunter. They didn't win much with Tory Hunter ooh, in no. outfield either. Spider Man just climbing, uh, you know, making it's, it's, robbing home runs, climbing players, walls. Man. But anyway, back to that Twins team. Like for me, I thought one of like talk about quick twitch. Did you see what Royce Clayton did in that first inning? Yeah, dinger, John. Bro, the ball inside on his hands, ninety-seven miles an hour, gets his hands inside and just blasted that John. And for me, I mean, I love the fact that Royce Lewis is doing this because he was the 2017 number one overall pick. He was supposed to be the dude, and then it just felt like. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Murphy's Law, um, he had two ACL injuries. Remember, he couldn't come to the United States because of COVID. and missed that entire year as well. Like, he missed three and a half, like, over three and a half seasons of playing baseball. And then to be able to come back also was a little injured this year. You but know? he had every RBI because he had an RBI in the third inning too. Mm-hmm. He literally batted in every run the Twins scored yesterday. Dude, he was he was awesome. And Gaussman was off to a bad start. And that Pablo should, Lopez was nasty. That, by the way, though, John, dude, they had something. Can I tell you something? I'm I mean, dead serious when I say this. If you go back and watch that ball game, I'm telling you right now. How many starting pitchers in baseball really depend on just two pitches? The fastball and the seeker. Kevin Gosman's one of the very, very few because it's nasty. He plays from the same arm slot. He was tipping his pitches. I don't know. I couldn't figure out what it was, but watch the takes, especially from like um, their good hitters. The the damn dude, the splitter. I mean, the sinker. They're not even. Um, they're not even waving at it. But man, when they were throwing the fastball, they were teeing off on that junt. I'm telling you, Gausman was tipping his pitches yesterday. Yeah, four innings, and he walked three guys yesterday. Prior to that, John. No, he's been walking a lot of guys all month. But but I was I was surprised to see him walk so many guys yesterday. Quite frankly, dude's got a lot, you know a lot of swing and miss. Didn't have it yesterday. 
Twins got a big one. And then the Twins today get to go out there with Sonny Gray on the bump against Jose Barrios. I think this thing's OV. Yeah, there was not a lot of good prices on this game because there was a lot of – Yeah, this it, best one I saw was minus 140. Everyone's pretty sure about everything. I found a really good price, though, on Jose Barrios' strikeout numbers. Over five and a half? Plus 115. I looked at that today. Over has hit in his last five of uh, – his last five games, each of his last five games, and seven of his last ten he's gotten over five and a half strikeouts. So seems like percentage-wise for plus 115 is a pretty good pretty good odds for that one. Yeah, it was a it was a great day of baseball. We got a whole lot more baseball. By the way, the Phillies aren't going to beat themselves. Zach Wheeler looked dominant. Uh, the bullpen does what it does. Phillies just kind of do what they do. Today's going to be a real good game. Marlins, you know, didn't look very the, the Marlins bats. I, I I've been very dismissive because the Marlins seven are so hits beat up yesterday. By the way, the Marlins have bats, man, they, and that's what that's what got them in the playoffs. Truly, Bro, the Brewers had twelve hits yesterday and couldn't score with three runs because they were running themselves out of. I mean, they've had horrible base running yesterday. The Brewers did, and also again, great glove work by. Everybody for the Diamondbacks, it felt like, especially no, though Evan Longoria, defensive powerhouse. But no, I, I John, I really, I'm gonna say it. I like the Marlins today. Oh, I like the. Oh, Mar- that's a seven o'clock. That's the late game tonight on ESPN against the Phillies. You got uh, what is it, Garrett and oh, Aaron yeah. Nola is pitching for Philly. That's why you're taking Miami. Braxton Garrett hasn't been great, but Aaron Nola, I mean, he had a horrible, horrible month of September. Yes, he did. Over that's why I said you're betting against five, him. Five and a half ERA was really bad. If you could fade him and Evaldi in a certain amount of ways today, because Evaldi had a nine three ERA in September. These are two guys that you can get some value for in betting against the Marlins had success against Aaron Nola this year as well um but on the other hand Braxton Garrett's pitched twice against the Phillies and they've had success against him as well so there could be runs in this game but for plus 135 in your first five money line I think the Marlins are worth a shot today because Nola's been really bad that's a really good price I can't pass up that value even though the Marlins are a bit beat up but I feel what you're saying it's in the pitching staff though you know I feel what you're saying with that value, and I and I definitely hear what you're saying with the pitching staff. That's why I was on Minnesota, Pablo Lopez. Um, I was loving him yesterday. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things to love, but man, I'm going to Evaldi. Oh, Evaldi's terrible. And let me just tell you something right now. He has been terrible of late. But this is the other thing. We're not looking at Zach Eflin. I don't know if you realize this. Have you looked at where Zach Eflin ranks in the season statistics? I, I've not, but I, I, I liked, I'm betting on Zach Eflin today in a big way. I've got props for him and props against Devaldi. But where does he rank for the season, John? 16 wins. That's tied for third. His XERA is 3.09, tied for third. His um, walks per nine, 1.2, is second. Opponent's batting average, 264, which is second. I mean, on base percentage, that's not batting average. If that was his batting average, it'd be terrible. On base percentage, 264. And his war, his pitching war is 4.8, which is ninth in baseball. I found that absolutely crazy when I was looking at these numbers. And I didn't realize that he has the highest percentage of, p- of pinches on the edge of the zone this season. 46.2% of his pitches are on the edge. That's a good thing if you're going against a damn disciplined team like the Rangers who like to hit the hell out the baseball. Yeah, I, when I was looking at F1 this morning, striking out, I got a lot of guys, like you said, he paints corners really well. Five and a half strikeouts for him. And over, this is your season, baby. Uh, over his plus 125 for him today. That would have hit in five of his last seven starts. 
Um, the two it wouldn't have hit against is Miami has the 12th fewest Ks in the last 30 days. And this one is really weird. The other one it didn't hit against is his last start in September at Boston, who has struck out the most of any team in baseball in the last 30 days. Dang. That's one of the two games he didn't get That's over funny. in. That's crazy. But that gives me confidence that he's going to have a lot of strikeouts today. He's been really good. Um, uh, and the Rangers, at, for, for, uh, to go along with that, 14th most Ks in the last 30 days. That's kind of middle of the road, so it doesn't necessarily make you feel better, but it certainly doesn't make you feel worse. I think Eflin gets some strikeouts today as well. I, I really like that. I, I like that number quite a bit. And I also, just again, I like to have to say, I'm, I, I like laying the number today minus the 40. Really? Because... Tampa Bay's not having four damn errors in a baseball game. I mean, that was the most they've ever had in a playoff game. That was that was a terribly like, – I mean, that was – the execution in that game was just pretty sad. Yeah, when they airmailed that one over third base that scored – Yeah, that after first? batting the ball up uh-huh. in the air. Man, that was just – Yeah, that was a tough one. That was painful. That was painful. Yeah, that was an ugly game yesterday. That was the first game of the day, wasn't it? Yes, it, it sure was. was. Yeah, and was I was like, one. man, is this the way things are going to go, man? And then, of course, I mean – it was just great. Yesterday was great again. Thanks. Start back at two o'clock today. You got Rangers and the Rays at two at three thirty. You have Blue Jays and the Twins. I love Sonny Gray. I like the two favorites in the first one. If we're just talking about games and sides, the Diamondbacks and the Brewers game. I'm not going to lie to you. I have no clue today in game two. I can help you here. Oh, thank goodness because Gallon is on the bump, and I'm just going to give you from here if, if I'm I, from a coaching perspective. Okay. You're going to empty the tank with Gallon. You're going to reset your bullpen and your rotation for if you do not win today, that you've got all hands on deck after Merrill Kelly. You have all your best bullets, like your all your best relievers have their best bullets in the back of that bullpen for a game number three because you've already got one. You know what I mean? That makes me feel really good about a bet that I placed this morning, John. Zach Gallon to have over five and a half hits allowed. For first of all, it's gone over in six of his last eight. The two it didn't go. He had a nine inning. He had a, a complete game shutout against the Cubs at the beginning of September, playing their worst baseball of the year, three-hit game there, and then randomly a three-hit game at the end of September at the Yankees, also a team totally out of contention and everywhere. Every other game, it's going over five and a half, and you're telling me today they're not going to go to the bullpen very quickly and nope, keep him out I, there? Exact pitches, seven innings. Plus 115 is is what you get for over five and a half hits allowed. That's really good value for it just to be high percentage of it Correct. happening anyway there. Um, I also... I tell you what, I uh, I mean, I, if you're the coach, are you not doing this? Are you not going to back Merrill Kelly with your best arms tomorrow since you are forcing the game three? Th- I mean, there's really two schools and of plus, thought I mean, there. Zach Gallon's supposed to be your guy. I mean, this is your dude. Let him go out there and be your horse for seven innings. God forbid you don't win. Hey, my bullpen is so ready for game number three. How about this, though? When looking at Gallon's numbers here, I just mentioned that complete game shutout against the Cubs, and that was in September, and also that game, that six-inning shutout against the Yankees was in September. With those two games, not allowing any runs in 15 innings, his ERA was 4-1-7 in September. This guy is not pitching well. And I'm fading him in this game, quite frankly, John. In the first I five you, innings, but if you, but I'm telling you, they're going to let him pitch. He was going to, he's going to go out there, and maybe he gives up runs today, but he's going to go out there and he's going to eat them up. Well, I, that's why I like the over five and a half hits. Then that's for sure I like. But I like Milwaukee first five. 
plus 115 at minus half a run as well. Because I just don't think Gallon has been pitching well enough. And furthermore, I Peralta, think... Peralta, on the other hand, has been pitching well. He's been well. pitching great, John. And I have over 5.5 Ks for him as well today. And Eight the Brewers had 10. 12 hits yesterday and could only score three exactly. runs because they were just playing stupid baseball on the base paths. Yeah. I, I, this is the uh, of, this is the game I had the most plays on. I have four plays on this game. And, and I kind of like all of them. I feel like they all kind of complement each other fairly well also. And we'll get more into that later, too. But By this the way, is the game I'm really looking at today. Also, got to give the Brewers and especially Contreras a hell of a lot of credit for a team that let – I mean, every, nobody stole – on the Brewers, like Major League Baseball, but one other team. Like, you know what I mean? They were the second worst team. Like, they gave up so many stolen bases, it was ridiculous. And then Contreras yesterday, I thought, caught a great game. You saw him throw out Corbin Carroll in the seventh inning. Um, he's got he, a little bit of his brother in him. He's kind of lazy like, right there. Yeah, he's lazy during the regular season, but you could tell he's he was on his game yesterday. And did you see how fired he uh, fired up he was after he threw out Corbin yeah, Carroll? I, he was, Holy man. I tell you what, there's few things in sports that get me as excited watching it. It's watching a catcher get excited when he guns someone down in second base. By the way, if i got to mention a catcher, um, Moreno, by the way, another rookie, and the rookie who gets talked about is Corbin Carroll for the Diamondbacks. But Gabriel Moreno is going to be a stud. The kid's 23 years old, and he is a already top 12 catcher in Major League Baseball today. Watch out for this kid. He's going to be bad. I mean, he is nasty back there behind that plate. He's a good player for sure. So we've been talking a lot of baseball, haven't we? Woo. Well, John, there's it's playoff time in Tennessee. Baseball. By the way, I got a great little great statistic for you. I saw this and I could not believe it. Are you right. ready or something? So we've been talking a lot of baseball. That means we didn't have football last night, right? Let's hear it. But check this out. Today is the last day without a NFL or college football game on TV until November 22nd. That's 50 straight days of football leading into Thanksgiving. How you like me now? I think that I think that's from yesterday, John. I think that starts today, the 50 straight days. I think there's oh, wait, a college, is the Mac start tonight? I think there's a college game tonight. Well, yeah, you know two I'm going to be on an airplane. I'm going to do a little wiggling up in uh, Ooh, you know, like Red Rocks. John Denver leaving I'm on leaving a jet here, plane. Leaving on a jet plane right after the show, heading to the airport. Yo, FAA, what's up? I'm coming. Or F, what are they? What are the people that always check me? Brian made a terrible TSA. joke about John Denver oh, right there. I mean, awful joke. He goes, oh, be please. careful mentioning John Denver when you're flying. Oh, no. Because he may have uh, died in a plane crash. Dude, that's terrible. Jim Croce. Jim Croce also died in a plane my crash. My girlfriend told me that I'm probably not going to make it and I'm going to die in a plane crash because she couldn't no, believe it. No, come on. I, yeah, that's, now, and Bryant's making jokes about that too. That's just oh, unacceptable behavior. I'm just, and then I watched Jack Bauer last night and that's what they were doing in like season seven. Wow, you've got a long way in that. you come a long way in, in 24. Dude, don't play point. no games, man. You can't go to sleep after a big loss. It can help you forget about it. Because some people, some people, <laughs> some, that's true, though. I'm serious. Some, some people lose interest in a show after a while, but that's one, John, you've grinded through, and God bless you for it. Thank you. I'm a better person for it. Um, sorry, we were, how did I get just so, oh, yeah, because I'm leaving on a jet plane, and now I'm getting nervous. And the reason, though, my, my girl doesn't think I'm flying on a rear airplane, real airplane did I not tell you about all my friends? We actually got round trip tickets for sixty bucks to Denver, like direct flight. Wow, isn't that ridiculous? What what what, what airline? Can you say the airline? We're not sponsored. Man, by I airlines. think I don't. Man, no, I don't think so. I think I'm flying on Frontier. Oh, Frontier, think. that's one. Yeah, 
So is that one that's like? I mean, does it have yeah. a good landing record? I'm without... a little too. Oh, for sure. I'm a little too bougie to land to fly on Frontier. You know. Oh, are you? Yeah, they'll get you there, but not your bags. Um, Man, that, I don't worry about it. I'm just going for like you know right. to party and you know be. I'm, I got like two pair of jeans and some boxers. They, and socks they'll give and you a shirts. seat. They'll give you a seat, but you have to play pay for the back part of the seat. Um, you have to pay for the what? Yeah, like they'll give you like the bottom part you sit on, and then you. But they have to pay for the back part. That of the is seat. not true. And then, and then, like if there's like an oxygen shortage, you have to pay for for the mask to, to come down. There. Yeah, that's right. That's how Frontier works. That's how Frontier rolls. Well. That's why it's sixty dollars to fly. That's all right. I'm cool with that. That's right. I'm just going to, like I said, going out to have a little fu- little, little fun. Um, by the way, also this is your last show with me. That's right, John, because you're going out of town for the rest of the week and next week, and, and I'll be gone by the time you get back. So if anybody out there wants to send some sweet nothings, 901-360-825. Well, you got a whole like week and a half to do it, too. You don't have to do it tonight. Well, it'll be the last time I get to read yeah, it. Yeah, it's the last time you get to see them. People say, good riddance. You got some good jokes for me or anything? Um, Like right now? I mean, not off the hand. I, I no, I mean, I'll have some for sure. All right. I'll have some at some point. I Instead of writing jokes this morning, I made bets. See, it's hard to you guess hey, sometimes. Listen, it's hard to guess sometimes. And I and I had such a good day yesterday, I and I'm leaving town today. You know what? I, I, I've i been kind of, I think, lying to myself because I've been looking at the baseball all day. But I'm like, you know what? I'm just not even going to bet today. I'm just going to go out of town and not worry about anything. Psh, please. There's too much good action today. You on cut the, your on units car. in half, maybe, if you feel that way. And that's like a compromise. You know what I mean? You're not giving all the way into betting, but you're not giving all the way into not betting. You have Last to Last show, and you just gave me earth-shattering advice. Is that I good advice? It. That's great advice. How about that? If you don't want to care, just half your units. That's how I do that sometimes. I like that. We got Dustin Starr on the other side. We got to talk some wrestling. Jay? I've got tons of questions. Um, so. You do? Oh, I've, I've, John, I've got more than we have time for. So as soon as we can get to uh, that's great with me. Well, hey, I'm going to do it fast, just like they do it over at Scooters Plus. If you want to go fast, go get you a dirt bike. Go get you an ATV, a UTV. How about um, you like to chill around in your golf cart when you're down at Pickwick or you're at Sardis or you're – I don't know, Heber, you're chilling around. If you got a new little place, man, go get you a golf cart. By the way, if you live right around here even, have a golf cart. There's a couple of people in my street who are always um, using their golf carts. I have a feeling I know why they're using their golf carts, by the way. I think you're allowed to have alcoholic beverage and drive a golf cart because they do that at the golf courses, right? I don't want to incriminate myself, but yes. Yeah, because nobody's out there on a golf course giving you a DUI. No, I've never gotten a Dewey on a golf course yet. Yet. So, man, head on over to Scooters Plus. Again, Scooters Plus, they have right now a blowout. It's an inventory reduction sale. They're getting ready for the holiday season. So get in there. Get everything. Huge sale going on. They're at 3425 Summer Avenue. Parts, repairs, sales, and service. Plus, they have uh, financing options available. And right now, they can do layaway. Put 25 down. Leave it there. Pick it up on Christmas. Big bang, boom. Life is good. Scooters Plus and ScootersPlus.us. Dustin Stars next. Sports 5698.5 FM. Join the voice of the Tigers, Dave Woloshin, for Wolo and Friends. Weekday mornings from 10 to 11, here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Here once again is Johnny Radio. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity.
It's Wednesday, you know what that means, Dustin Starr is live on the phone. From the Family Leisure Studios in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Johnny Radio's happy hour, and Dustin, thank you so much for joining us as usual. I have to tell you here first, I have to apologize first of all, because last week you brought up something I should have had a follow-up about, but full disclosure, I am very new in the wrestling scene, so I'm really just learning, I don't have a keen eye for it the way you do, and I was one of my favorite wrestlers is Ray Phoenix, who recently won the International oh. Championship from John Moxley, and you mentioned last week that it was really dangerous what he did with Moxley, and I kind of was lost on me what you said that, and I went back and watched it again, and I discovered what you were talking about, so John Moxley just became the champion with this new belt, international champion, and he was supposed to retain the belt two weeks ago at Grand Slam AEW, and one of the pile drivers that Ray Phoenix gave him, he was injured, and you can see him on the screen saying, pin me, pin me, and Ray Phoenix, I guess, kind of panicked and did another pile driver, and you said, that is very dangerous behavior, that was totally lost on me, so I want to apologize, and I want to give you a chance to kind of explain more, a lot of people... A lot of people will say, you know, when wrestling and stuff like that, oh, it's fake, it's not real and stuff like that, but they're really beating the crap out of each other, and there's a huge, huge chance you could get injured. So I want to give you a chance to expand on that a little bit. I apologize for not asking about it last week. Well, what's going on, by the way? It's all fired up. It's Wednesday. We're getting closer and closer to AEW being here. We're getting closer and closer to this big weekend. I'll tell you a quick, quick story is that when I had my first tryout and my first action inside a WWE ring, I literally thought that I had been doing it wrong the whole time. I was like, how? how, And at this point, I was still very green and had only been wrestling, gosh, a couple of years, but that was because I was so young. But I thought, man, I've been doing this all wrong. These guys were beating the hell out of me. I mean, everything from the lockup was super tight. I mean, when they slammed you, they slammed you with extra velocity. And when they hit you, oh, my God, that, those old punch stomps that we used to do as kids, like, that wasn't what we were doing. So I had trained in the wrestling business and then had matches and everything. And by the time I got an opportunity on the WWE level, they are so rugged that I was shocked. I actually had second thoughts, like, is this what I want to do? I thought this was a little bit you know, lighter. So it is very, very tough inside the ring. I mean, they are really beating the hell out of each other. I mean, they're not going a hundred percent, but if I were to give you a chop and say, Hey, here's how we do it in the, in the ring, you go, okay, that's it. No more. No <laughs> I'm done. So the velocity in which Ray Phoenix, especially him and Pentagon, and I've gone on record saying that sometimes they are dangerous, especially the pile drivers, but Ray Phoenix absolutely planted Moxley. And you could tell the ref stopped his count without without the kick out. I had not that noticed was- that until you said it too. But he, I mean, the ref because the ref is confused as well. He's they think he's going to give him a third uh, a third hit, and he doesn't do it. Now I was hired in WWE, and they had me doing refereeing duties, and so I learned pretty quickly that they they want you to shoot count. If he doesn't kick out, then you've got to count. But here's the problem: you are literally in a split second moment on worldwide television, and you think John Moxley, one of the biggest superstars in wrestling, is going to kick out. So that referee has to make a decision. Did he counts it out or he stops his count? You never stop your count. And so when the ref stopped the count, it, it looked like there was a little bit of communication of do it again. And so then, of course, Ray picks up Moxley and plants him again on his head, which is a very, very dangerous bump, especially considering that Mox didn't kick out of the first one because he, you know, he had 
scrambled eggs up there um, and then pinned him finally one, two, three. So there's a lot of heat on the referee, not only because he stopped the count, but then also because Moxley was injured. He kind of failed to recognize that. And in pro wrestling in the last five, gosh, maybe even a little bit longer years, the health and safety of the wrestlers are absolutely first. WWE has stopped matches because somebody's bleeding just to wipe their face off. You know what I mean? Like they are having to put health first because for so long it was like, you know, you got to finish the match. You got to finish the match. You got to be a tough guy. So, uh, yeah, that whole scenario was crazy. Now Ray Phoenix is the international champion. And I don't know that he was supposed to even win it. <laughs> to, totally unscripted. He, he's retained it once at this point. And, and one more follow-up with that, too. I got so much to talk to you about today. Your Memphis Wrestling Show last week was unbelievable. I got to talk to you about that. WWE's making waves. AEW's making more waves. But one more follow-up with that, too, is that seems like a really controversial point when it comes to AEW. When they first started, I remember Cody Rhodes, they wanted to get chairs back involved more. And he got a really mm. bad gash to the back of the head on like their first show. And then this past yeah. weekend on Wrestle Dream, uh, I mean, it, it was all scripted. Thank God, nothing happened. But Christian Cage throwing Darby Allen against the steel st- oh. steps, and then and then taking the taking the uh, what do you call it, the mat off, and it's just the boards that they're throwing on in yeah. the ring. That is scary stuff. And and especially when they're pretending like, oh, these are the ambulance guys coming out here to take them off. You really don't know if it's real or fake. And that seems to be a very controversial point about AEW, is it not? Well, I mean, Darby Allen is a maniac. That's no I can promise you, I can promise you, nobody knew that that, that was going to happen except for uh, Christian and um, and Darby. It's not like they went and said, "Hey, Tony, we're going to do this thing where I get thrown on the steps." I promise you, that's one million percent Darby saying, "Hey, I've never seen this done before." Like for some reason, he likes to jump off things. He likes to get slammed in weird spots. But that's just Darby. I mean, it's almost Jeff Hardy-like, but probably even to another level. I've never seen anybody get slammed on the edge of the steps. And Christian just did it like it was, I mean, just so disrespectful and unsafe. So, yeah, that's a Darby Allen thing right there. Um, And AEW's using a lot of blood. They have a lot of blood. You won't see blood in WWE. That's just something that they can't do with marketing and advertising and Snickers and, you know, just all the kid-friendly stuff that they do. They don't want to have that. So AEW is like the alternative where you can go watch Blood and Gut almost every single episode. Oh, it's and it's noticeable. It's noticeably more gory yeah. when you watch an AEW show. Um, one more thing about AEW before I get on to WWE here and then talk to you about Memphis Wrestling as well, is this weekend was Wrestle Dream. We just talked about that fight between Christian Cage and Darby Allen, and huge exciting news, a new signing at the end of that show. Edge signing as Adam Copeland announced at the end of that main event. By all accounts, just a great guy, the rated R superstar. Is this the biggest signing that AEW has had at this point? Is this bigger than signing CM Punk? I mean, it's. I, I think it's got to be. Well, I don't know that CM Punk was like a monumental moment there, like when it first happened. But Edge, bona fide Hall of Famer, still able to get in the ring and compete. He's going to be there full time. You know, it's just, it's just the, it's like the NFL, you know, Tom Brady switched to a different team, Brett Favre, you know, I think the Packers were kind of, you know, ready to almost move on. So he moved on Dan Marino, my favorite quarterback of all time. He was thinking about going to the Minnesota Vikings. And I was like, thank goodness he didn't do it. It's very much like an NFL quarterback, man. These guys have spent their whole lives with Vince. And I'm thinking of it from a promoter standpoint, like, gosh, what is Vince thinking? He literally 
you know, and Edge worked for it, don't get me wrong, but like after that long to be in partnership with WWE and then just decide, hey, I'm going to go over here with my friend Jay, which is Christian, and, and I'm going to keep working. It's almost like they're going to get that one last contract, that one last run. And um, you can tell that WWE is, I don't know that, they're not concerned, don't get me wrong. They're, they're so much bigger at this point. But when they announced Edge is going to have his first match on a Tuesday, Dynamite coming up in a couple of weeks. NXT is absolutely loaded. Cody Rhodes is going to be on there. Becky Lynch. I mean, they're just literally loading this show up just to block the audience from wanting to tune in to the Tuesday Dynamite. But it's a huge signing. I love Edge. Edge one time gave me some some just really valuable advice and told me point blank, WWE will get you. And then a couple of months later, they did sign me. So I've got a little bit of sentimental value with Edge um, throughout my career, but um, really, really good stuff. Edge, Edge and Christian are going to be awesome. If WWE lets, or if AEW lets them tell a story week after week, like literally stretch a story out that's entertaining, then this could be really, really good stuff and some of Edge and Christian's uh, best work. I well, I, I love that idea too. Them going up against the Hardys, maybe a re, you know, great match, maybe a ladder match, go out in a blaze of glory. But I love what you said about Edge too. Everything I've heard about the guy is that he's just genuinely a really nice person. And that could w- yeah. be what sets it apart from CM Punk. Is it not that CM Punk is not a nice guy, but he just doesn't come with the baggage that CM Punk did. But, but speaking of CM Punk, Seth Rollins the past two weeks on Raw, Raw yep. has, has been making these nods and wings about CM Punk maybe coming on all the way to just straight up dicks. He called him a locker room cancer that should stay away from WWE. Yep. He said, I left it all in the ring on Ooh. Monday. Maybe a nod to CM Punk too. They wouldn't put that on TV if it was simply just per- per- more performative, would they? So do you think Punk is coming back to WWE for maybe, uh, uh, I, I don't know what it would be. It had to be a pay-per-view event, right? Man, Survivor Series in November is in Chicago, and that is where CM Punk he lives, his hometown. We've seen it all in, all out, everywhere. Like anytime they go, AEW went to Chicago, they sell it out. I think WWE would even without Punk. But you're right; they would not, especially Vince. If and he still has that control, right? So Vince would never acknowledge. He would never put anybody or anything over without there being something linked to that, right? So I would think that by two weeks in a row, Seth Rollins saying something about it, I think CM Punk is going to go back to WWE. And I don't think any of the stuff at AEW is even going to matter because none of that stuff ever happened at WWE. I think there's just an understanding. So whether it's long-term, short-term, one-time appearance or something, it does look like CM Punk is going to WWE. Well, that, I mean, that's a huge payday, too. But let me ask Man. you th- this as well. What does that mean for Seth Rollins, though? I mean, you got Cody Rhodes, seemingly The Rock coming back for a big show. Uh, that would probably be WrestleMania. You know, you still have Roman Reigns in the mix there. Uh, you, throwing John Cena if you want to. Someone has mm-hmm. to be the odd man out at some point, right? They can't have all these matches. I just don't see a... Well, I mean, they can have all the matches. They just have to figure out how to do them and... <laughs> you know, headline a pay-per-view with each one and, and sell it. So, but, but here's the thing that I would, I'm looking at is like, all right, if you have CM Punk come back and he wrestles Seth Rollins, I mean, surely you don't have the quote unquote outsider CM Punk, who was with the other company come in and take the title from Seth freaking Rollins in his first night. 
But then also on the flip side, does Rollins beat CM Punk? Does that kill that business that they were trying to do if he beats him that first night? So it'll be interesting to see how it works. But you might not get a Seth Rollins versus CM Punk match at Survivor Series. Maybe that's just a re-debut of CM Punk that helps tell the story and then they move it forward because you do have Royal Rumble coming up in January. That's a big one. And then, of course, I believe uh, you know that's the road to WrestleMania. And then you've got one or two pay-per-views in between there. So you've got time building up to WrestleMania. So that way, if The Rock wrestles Roman Reigns at Mania, so where does that leave Cody? What story does Cody have to, to finish there? So there's a whole lot that can happen between now and January. And in January, we really see what's going to happen kind of towards WrestleMania. Well, well, it's heating up here. They have a pay-per-view this weekend, Fast Lane on Saturday. That looks like it's going to be exciting. John Cena and that one, Seth Rollins fighting there, um, LWO fighting there, Cody Rhodes is going, so it'll be cool. Man, I had so much I want yep. to ask you. I got to get to Memphis Wrestling. I want to talk about Drew McIntyre last night. I'm, I'm, in oh, love, no. I'm in love with Dominic Mysterio now. I just love this guy. I don't know what, I just love this guy for some reason. Yeah. And then I, I want to talk to you about Brian Danielson and all this other stuff happening at Wrestle Dream, but I got to get to Memphis Wrestling. You're from last week block the hate a little nod to who you had on there but before we get to that one your opening match you teased this with us last week was unbelievable the five-way tagged five-star five-way tag team match i mean i was i was hooked from the beginning first of all i was hooked when barnabas the producer walked out before <laughs> i love that guy i i mean he's got the the inflatable boom box it's a great look oh, i love the whole thing um and we were talking about chops earlier, talking about throwing chops. At the beginning of that match, when everyone just starts in an all-out melee, the chops that were being thrown were unbelievable. It was awesome. Uh, Big Swole had a double suplex at one point. Uh, three straight over the top, falling out to the side of the ring was unbelievable. The waterfall. Oh, it was unbelievable. That's what, that's what they call it in, in wrestling. They call it the waterfall. You got so many dives going out. And that's exactly what I wanted in that match, man. When I saw the first one with the, the singles you know, competitors, five-star, five-way, I thought, oh my god, how crazy would it be if we had ten guys in the ring doing this? <laughs> so that's kind of where, where it came from. And it, they did not disappoint it, man. They did a fantastic job. DK and Ray Ray came out on the other end with the tag team titles. So uh, Fred Rosser was really good on that program. His promo was one of my favorites. He said, you're going to leave here with three boots, two on your feet, and one in your <laughs> I that was so great. I wrote that entire thing down to say to you because I was crying. <laughs> I was crying laughing when I heard him say that. It was a great line. Oh, my and- reaction. My reaction at the desk is literally legit. Like I had no idea. It's not like we say, "Hey, I'm going to say this and you say that." Like Fred Rosser is a superstar. He can say whatever he wants. And I just reacted, but that was true reaction like oh my god that was so funny well your main event was i mean that and so so it was fred roser against delicious van vicious great name by the way awesome name yeah. um and and talk about big big chops in that one too from start to finish as well uh two back to back hip tosses from roser um and then he had the suplex on the apron which was unbelievable that was truly a great match you guys are doing awesome stuff there and then the cross face chicken wing makes him tap tell me about how it that was experience like having Fred Rosser there. Oh man! So I worked with Fred in the developmental system back in 2010. So we kind of got got to know each other then. I'm also good friends with Titus O'Neill, who I always say this: he's a Florida Gator football Hall of Famer. He was training there, and him and Fred became friends. And Vince McMahon saw that backstage that they were just 
friends and they were goofing with each other, made them a tag team as the primetime players. So I was friends with Fred, but then became better friends with Fred through Titus. And so then when it came up uh, with our training session, I actually had Mackenzie Morgan and Tim Bosby say, hey, can we get Fred Rosser for a seminar? Because he trains at the New Japan Pro Wrestling Dojo. He's a head trainer there. So I said, absolutely. So it just sped up the process of having Fred here, but he's been on the list for a while. And so he came in on the Saturday and did a pro wrestling seminar with our trainees. And then on Sunday showed up. He literally sat backstage and watched every single match and provided positive feedback and positive reinforcement to the wrestlers when they came back. And that's, that's rare. Like a lot of times, cause we have a really small locker room and there's a lot of people. So sometimes they'll hang out in the back or, or wherever it's hard to watch, but Fred watched every single match sitting back there. So nothing but good things to say. To well, say about Fred. Well, what really a great, good. what a great guy too. And when, and, when, and Jay, go ahead. I was doing the interview. I was doing the interview next to him, and and I'm holding the microphone, and I'm looking at him, and this dude had veins coming out of his chest and shoulders. He is in such phenomenal shape, like better shape than even his WWE days. But I just couldn't help to notice he had these bulging veins coming out of his chest, man. Oh, he was a be- he was a behemoth of a man, and he did he was a great guy too, giving high fives to the crowd when you went to break there during the match as well. I mean, j- he just seemed like a really genuine, nice guy, and he had the line of the night too. You already mentioned it. That was one of the funniest lines I've ever heard. I loved every minute of it. it great. You've got some other great stuff coming up too here. First of all, but I have one quick thing. Oh, go I'm ahead. so sorry. I know I'm running out. No, time, John, it's your show. You have to, to do Justin it. Justin Star from the first and foremost, and you mentioned some dude who had like you know veins coming out of his chest and was all in great shape. Well, if you're watching on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, or at SportsMemphis.com, you will see yoked Jay Morgan in his hairy chest with a luchador um, <laughs> hat yeah. on because he has no shirt on and a luchador mask. Well, I thought it was necessary today to take the shirt. I, you know, I've been doing the luchador <laughs> mask a couple weeks. I needed to take it to another level. I took the shirt off today. That's how fired up I was, Dustin. I was I'm fired up to talk to you. right now. It I'm was, going uh, on Twitter right now. yeah, it was great stuff. Well, I got to tell you, so you had Prince Nana had a big week. He's coming up at the end of the month. He danced at Wrestle Dream after, uh, after Sora Strickland got a pin and a win in that one. Um, but this Sunday, you've got a big show coming up, the Halloween Spooktacular. You've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up for that show. What can you tell us about it? Oh my gosh. I could tell you that the tickets are almost sold out. And I'm telling you that I'm showing Maria that Jay Moore is in studio right now with his shirt off and his Lucha Libre mascot. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Uh, this Sunday, though, yeah, tickets, tickets, I think ringside seats are already gone. You can use the code HALLOWEEN at checkout and save $5 so you can get those general admission tickets. The cool thing here is usually we have one or two feature attractions. This time for Halloween, we've got the Vampire Warrior Gangrel. We've got former WWE superstar Kevin Thorne. Impact Wrestling's Crazy Steve and the Monster Cruel, they'll all be there. There's a special VIP lanyard that you'll get with your ticket where you can get that autograph. So the meet and greets from 1230 to 130. Bell time is 145. And this will be, it's shipping up to be the biggest show that we've had so far this year. And also, I want to I want to break some news for you because I just got to confirm today that October 29th, not only is Prince Nana coming, but Brandon Cutler is coming as well. Wow. So it is loaded up coming on the 29th. So um, that has not even been marketed out there just yet. I just received an email from Brandon. He can't wait to come. And you know, Brandon Cutler, the dude that hangs out with the young bucks. So there's no telling what he's going to have in store. And hopefully he'll be bring the, uh, the YouTube show 
uh, being the elite with him. Maybe Memphis Wrestling can be on that. Man, hang, awesome. yeah, Hangman Adam Page in there, too. But, no, great stuff. Yeah. Ser- seriously, Dustin, I-, I love the shows you guys are doing. You and Maria did an excellent job. I cannot compliment you enough on how great, how much fun it is to watch. And, and best of luck to your continued success. Thank- thanks for joining us today. All right, man. I will talk to you next week. And if you have a chance, swing by on Sunday and check us out live at the Wrestle Center. Everybody should do that. It'll be great. Thanks, Dustin. Man, that is uh, Dustin Starr. I guess I'll come back for two seconds and just say, um, Jay, this would be a perfect time to get you down to 5880 Goodman Road down in Olive Branch. You can get some new gear. They have a beautiful men's department. They got some great shirts and some sweaters and some T-shirts and some great jeans. Plus, they got the largest boot showroom around, so you can get some cowboy boots. If you're going to be out there with a luchador mask and no shirt on, don't you need some cowboy boots? Maybe some western boots? It goes great with my look. Yeah, uh, I mean, they also have uh, a whole thing of just normal shoes. They have Hey Dude. They have everything. And don't think they just have it for the men. They got a ladies' boutique, a children's department. They got you covered from head to head to toe. 5880 Goodman Road down in Olive Branch, or you can shop online at FrontierWesternStore.com. It's easy to navigate. They ship your order out within 24 hours, and any order of $75 or more is shipped absolutely free. Frontier Western Store and FrontierWesternStore.com. Baker Mayfield's hanging out in dive bars we got to talk a little bit of nfl football with jay morgan we got day baseball don't touch the dial sports 56 98 5 fm broadcasting from the family leisure studio we are sports 56 and 98 5 fm Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Here once again is Johnny Radio. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Choke, he's so mad, but he won't give up daddies. He know he won't have it. He knows his whole back to these ropes. It don't matter. He's dope. He knows that, but he's Welcome, he's so sad, Welcome he back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio. Got Jay Moore. Morgan hanging out with me. It is a hump day, baby. And guess what? Uh, we got a little bit of football action tonight. A little football. We got baseball, though, starting at 2 o'clock. We had a pretty good day, you could say, yesterday. Wouldn't you, Jay? Yeah, not a good day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a really, really good day. So if you were listening yesterday and you took our advice, um, you're probably a happy person. Hopefully well, we can follow it up. I have a feeling that we're going to. I got to say, though, and I, I wanted to bring this up because we've been talking lots of bets, and we'll definitely give everything locked in, loaded, 145, 150 today. You know, between then, we are putting everything that we're playing out. But, Jay, I keep looking at that Twins game, and, man, I just love me some Sonny DeGray today against Jose Barrios. And I feel like he's just going to get his, – his former team – I remember Barrios spent, what, six seasons with the Twins? He was there for a while, man. I think this, I think his whole team's going to bust him up today. And Sonny's nasty. I don't have a play like that on this game. The only play I'm playing is Barrios uh, strikeout. Over five and a half? Over five and a half. Mm-hmm. That's my only play on this game. But you're far more you, – you you generally are far more willing to bet uh, outcomes than I am. I'm not much of an outcome better. I, I feel you there because that's For the baseball, truth. that is. By the way, you know uh, the football action we got? We got New Mexico State, Florida International, Jacksonville State, Middle Tennessee. Not very, very exciting, but you can complain because at least we have some football tonight. 7 o'clock on ESPNU, Jacksonville State versus Middle Tennessee, and then 8 o'clock – you have Florida International and New Mexico State. So, uh, you know, um, Bucks GM Jason Light or Licked or what's his name? Liked, right? I can't remember. 
Something like that. L I C H T. L I Jason Light. Sure. Whatever. Jason Licked. Both are both are acceptable. It just sounds if it's Jason Licked, that just sounds wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that both are acceptable pronunciations. But if it's like I don't know I don't know if I like Jason Licked. You don't know if you liked Jason Liked? No, I don't know if I liked Jason Licked. But anyway, That's the point is the point is. Um, he just went out there and started heaping praise on his uh, quarterback. Did you know why? Baker, that is. Yeah, he says he loves his personality. He says, I don't know where this started. He's just, you know, that he wasn't a good guy. He's like, this, you you can point to a lot of things, man. And, uh, you know, may, a lot of people maybe got a wrong impression of him. But he's freaking an awesome dude. And then he said he's such an awesome dude. He's like, Baker is such a dude's dude. And he's like, players, by the way, see that right away. The whole offensive lines taken to him, blah, blah, blah. Bahamas trips. He goes on and on and on. Talks about the receivers. Da, 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 da. And then he also gets to the point that the city really loves him. And do you want to know why the city really loves Baker Mayfield? Why is that? Because Baker Mayfield is a dude's dude. He ain't going to no five-star Ritz-Carlton, like, bougie place down in Tampa. No, he's going to dive bars. And hanging out with the real people, the everyday man, like Urban Meyer. So I guess it, you take the good with the bad sometimes. Hey, dude, what he, well, he's twenty eight and he's not married. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, actually, I think Baker is married. According to those progressive commercials, he was married when he was living in the Brown Stadium. Remember, they would show his wife. By the way, Tampa, lot of Shake Johns in Tampa. Did you know that? No, I didn't. He is married, Johnson. Been married since 2019. So it's not just for progressive commercials. Nope. All right. Well, Baker Mayfield, he's a dude's dude, and everybody loves him, and he hangs out in dive bars in Tampa. Like, isn't that what you want your quarterback doing? Yes. I like it. I kind of like it. By the way, Baker, he needs a good offensive line. He needs protection. I bet a bunch of those offensive linemen like going to dive bars, drinking some cold, cold beers, and eating some some burgers. But, man, you're going to need some protection. Baker needs it on the field. He don't need it in dive bar because he's with his peeps. But you're going to need the best whether you're on the road or at your house, and you're going to need Bob Simpson of State Farm. He can buckle you up with auto insurance. He can back your life up with health insurance. He can cover your business whether it's starting, growing, or maturing. And don't forget to insure your home no matter if you're an owner or a renter. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call my buddy Bob Simpson today, 901-381-1233, or go online and get a free quote at bobsimpson.org. Stay protected with your good neighbor. That would be State Farm's Bob Simpson. On the other side, Jay, are you ready to break down the last segment of National Football League news we can do? Sure, and then give lots of bets because i got a lot of those. Tons of bets. Lots and lots of bets. That's all next. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Oh! 